We are I. Good morning, everybody. What a weekend. What a what a weekend for the first weekend in October in BC. You know, I seen people wakeboarding in Whistler this weekend, yesterday. Like it was so hot on Saturday. I had to go sit down by the river in the backcountry because it was just too hot to sit in this valley, you know, that I was in up by the campsite. Like that's wild to me like it had to have been 30 33 degrees in this valley that I was in now I am going to record a long podcast today later on because this weekend yeah I can't even begin to sit down and to describe how wild this weekend was but what I am going to talk about right now is the grind you know, 68 kilometers on the bike, you know, 34 each way, you know, plus all the, the moving around and the the hours of, you know, firewood collection and wood chopping and, you know, fire ring making and, you know, all the other shit that I built this weekend. But, man, the way in. Now, the one thing that I'm going to say about this is that I truly don't know if it was as hard as what I thought it was going to be, or because the trail description was incredibly misleading, so that every time that you face one of these challenges, it was like there's an air that was almost not supposed to be there, but you welcomed it anyway. There, there's no problem doing it. It's just you were kind of psyched yourself up for you know one scenario, but another scenario came at you, which is just like life in general, right? We can't can't get around that. So I'm gonna talk about just my my individual ride in. And then I'll get into more detail in this longer one. So we set off on these bikes because we know we have to bike about 33, 34 kilometers to be able to get to where we're gonna go down a logging road and I've only ever drove down logging roads. I've never walked really that far down a logging road, maybe the equivalent of, you know, 20 kilometer, kilometers or 30 kilometers over all the hikes that I've done because most hikes in BC at one point in time, you are going to have to hike down a logging road. That's just unfortunately how a lot of hikes in BC turn out. That's why I don't like hiking on trail anymore. And all these logging roads that I've hiked up, I've never thought in a million years about biking up one, down one, across one, anything, because they always are shit. Like logging roads are not built for traffic. They're built for big trucks and that's it. Like big, heavy duty machinery and that's it. Now, pleasantly within the first few kilometers, I realized that this logging road was great. A little bumpy, but you know, to be expected, but it was a it was great. After about one and a half kilometers, I have to take one of the team members' packs. So I have my 
you know, 80, 85 pound pack on. You know, now I have her, you know, 40, 50 pound pack, you know, resting across my handlebars and we're riding down the road. Which honestly wasn't that hard because I wasn't carrying this pack and it didn't really make my steering, you know, any more difficult. But it just, what, what it made more difficult is just the getting comfortable and trying to hold this pack on, trying to rest on so it doesn't fall off. Like, you know, that constant shift and that jostle, you know, trying to get this thing to rest just right. And when you do, you know, it feels like it's going to last there and it only lasts a couple minutes and you just can't quite get it to sit in that right spot. Just so you don't have to think about it as much. Not that it's a, a nuisance per se, but just so you don't have to think about it like every second of this thing falling off. Well, I never really got to that point. Now, most of this was all flat. And, you know, we we researched this before and they said there's kind of like two big hills at like 19 and like 21 kilometers. Like they're kind of like back to back these two big hills. And, you know, everything that you've read, like you could bike all this except for those two hills. So, you know, setting off from kilometer two mark, you're like, I got a, a pretty decent bike ride before we're going to get into anything super challenging. Now, around like eight and a half K, we hit this hill. And I'm like, huh. Like, like this is a fucking hill. So we have to get off and we're pushing our bikes up. So I'm pushing a bike up with one pack resting on the handlebars, a pack on my back and pushing my bike up this hill. You know, that's three quarters of a kilometer long and gains 250 meters of elevation, probably like 200, 250 meters of elevation, somewhere around there. And thinking to myself, like, well, what the fuck? Like, where did this hill come from? You know, because it kind of kicks you in the ass, like pushing a bike with, you know, over 100 pounds, 130, 140 pounds worth of gear on your back and on your bike, like just in general, and thinking like, well, did they mean at nine kilometers, not 19? Like, did they accidentally put a one in here and, and mistaking this? So you get to the top of this hill and you're riding down and then all of a sudden it's flat again. You're like, okay, you know, like that's doable. It was challenging, but it was nothing crazy. Then you get to this, a lot of these little rolling hills where, you know, if you didn't have a pack on, they're probably doable and you know, also probably doable with a pack if you wanted to really kind of grind it out. However, when you're, you know, 12, 13 kilometers in, 14 kilometers in, like, do you really want to to burn all that energy knowing that you have, you know, 20 more kilometers to go and you know these big hills that, you know, people talk about, you know, are still to lie ahead. And you've already conquered one that people said or didn't said nothing about. It wasn't supposed to be there. So then you get to this this hill. You're 19 kilometers in. And you see this sign that says, steep hill, 18% grades. And you're like, well, for fuck's sake. So going up this hill, pushing this pack, now pushing that same person's bike because they can't push their bike up. So you have two bikes and two packs pushing up this 18% grade. I was good till about the halfway mark. And then the demons in the mind started to creep in. You know, I love getting to that point where, 
the bitch inside me comes out. Because this is this is really what I want to tap into, this zone, because in this zone right here is where everybody needs improvement. No matter who you are, this is the point. And this is that that mentality. This is the part of your mind, your body, your soul that that everybody needs to really tap into to be able to build from and build upon. So I'm walking up this hill and I say to myself, you know, like next summer, you know, when we run this 273 kilometers, you're going to leverage this moment. Remember this moment. Remember how this feels. Because on that trail, there's nothing above a 2% grade. And this is an 18% grade pushing two bikes with two packs. You're not a part-time warrior. You're not a bitch. You're not a part-time warrior. You're a warrior all the time. Get up this hill. Just keep pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing. Just push harder and push longer and just get to the top. And as you can tell, my throat is still all messed up from, you know, panting so hard in the heat and the dry, just not having enough water to be able to drink. You're not prepared for, you know, all these other hills that came before this. You're only really prepared for this hill that you're on right now and in one more. So that's all that I prepared snacks wise and water wise and electrolyte wise. You get about three quarters of the way up this hill and start to feel the calves cramp a little bit because, you know, leaning so far forward to be able to push two bikes with two packs up a grade that's 18% at least. It's tough. So you finally get to the top and feeling that sense of accomplishment. You're like, oh, that's great. That's great. One down, one more to go. You got this. So everybody hops back on their bikes and they're riding down. It's this nice little kind of, you know, again, little rolling hills on these smaller hills you just walk up, which is nice to get off the bike because the seat doesn't make your ass feel very good. You know, especially after, you know, 20, 25 kilometers, like it's just not good on the butt anymore. Riding along and all of a sudden you get to this next hill, you know, 22, 23 kilometers in. Same thing, you're pushing your bike up, another bike up, and you have, you know, a pack that now you're not carrying two packs anymore, but you have the tent from this other pack to lighten it up. So you have one pack, a tent that's not yours, and pushing up a bike that's not yours alongside your bike. So you're about halfway up this hill and just dying. Now the the quads are starting to cramp, and you can feel the, the twitchiness of those those muscle seizures that are coming and you're just like fuck just take a little break shake it off a little bit and you're like okay keep on going and you're like okay you know i got this so that that spasm is going away and then all of a sudden it comes back both quads both calves fuck you know you have to take a break you know you need to fuel up you know you need some water because you can't push through this makes no sense you're you know when you're 23 kilometers in of this 33 kilometer ride you know, and your muscles are spasming like this right now. You you know, you know you need nutrition. You know you need water. So everybody stops and lots of chocolate, lots of nuts. You know, lots of water. Get it in you. Need some glucose. You know, you need some fat. You know, I know I need some salts and some potassium, some magnesium, but lots of salts before. Eat a ton of cheese to get lots of calories, lots of salt in my body. Instead of just taking salt tabs, you know, had my greens before I left. So lots of nutrition, just need more because it's more demanding than what you thought it was. Then you march to the top 15 beside steps, three breaths. 
Okay, let's go. Can't take any more than three breaths because if you take longer than three breaths, then the realization that it's harder to start than just to keep on walking because this hill is so steep and you're pushing up these bikes that you can't take more than 15 per side of steps because then you know you start to feel a little bit tired. So if you only take 15 per side steps, you never really feel fatigued. If you never take more than three breaths, it doesn't really ever feel hard to restart again. So you get to the top of that hill and you ride down and then you you know. You know that in the back of your mind, you've been kicking this thought around the whole time that you visually have seen another hill from the other side of this river from the recon mission you did in the morning that's at the 25-kilometer mark that is a long, long grind. It's about a kilometer and a half long, and it gains about 400 meters of elevation. You know it's a slog. You know it's there. You haven't wanted to really talk about it. You don't really want to actualize it, especially since a couple of these hills just seem so steep that you know this one was going to be even tougher because it was longer than both and presumably higher than both, more more gain than both of those. So you and your team are riding along. You finally get to the bottom of this hill, and you can be and say, okay, like, like this is going to be a long, long push. Everybody just go. So again, two bikes and my pack and this extra tent and, you know, pack's probably around 90 pounds now with, with all my gear in it, this extra tent, you know, maybe, maybe slightly more, but probably, probably 90 pounds for sure. So you're starting up this hill and you're slogging along and you're just huffing and puffing and huffing and puffing, 15 beside steps, three breaths, 15 beside steps, three breaths, you about two thirds of the way up and I ditch the one bike and I just keep pushing mine with my pack. I'm like, I can't. It's just getting to be too much. It's too long. It's too high. Quads are cramping again. Calves are cramping again. I just need some little bit of reprieve. So I ditch the one bike. And I just keep pushing, keep slogging, and keep pushing, and keep slogging. And every single step of the way, it's like, you could stop. Like, no, you just got to keep getting your rhythm. Getting your rhythm. Just keep your rhythm going. Even though you're stopping, like, you just keep your rhythm. Because the rhythm is what you need. You're not going to always do it all, you know, in one big push. But the big push is that you just don't stop and you don't let yourself get defeated. Just keep going. Find a way to be able to keep going and keep going and keep going. And you get to the top and it's like, okay, fuck. Drop the pack, drop the bike, kick it off for like a couple minutes, walk back down. You grab that other bike. Team members are starting to get to the top. There's four other people you know, on this, and I start to see them trickle into the top, and I go back down, and I get this extra bike, and we get everybody to the top, and we take a break, and you gain that feeling and that sense of accomplishment, knowing that you're about 27 kilometers in now of this 33 kilometers you have to go, you're on the home stretch, and all you have to do is go down the backside of this hill, and we're sitting on this elbow of a valley looking out at where these two valleys meet and can join and become one. It's awe-striking. You're just in absolute beauty, looking out into this valley. Okay, everybody hop on. We only have a descent to go. And then we can ride right in. It's like, okay. So we hop back on our bikes, turn around the corner, we start going down the hill. You know, we get about three quarters of a kilometer down this hill and we turn this corner. Then we see this monster hill. Not quite the size of the one that's at 25K, but just as steep, but longer than the one at, 21, 22, whatever that one was. 
So again, you're getting to the point where you're just getting exhausted and mentally defeated because every single time you turn a corner, it just seems like there's another hill that wasn't anticipated. We're on our fifth monster hill when there's only supposed to be two. Never mind all the other hills that were hills that were tough, but just not worth mentioning in contrast. So you start pushing the bikes up and pushing the bikes and pushing the bikes. This time I only have just my bike and I'm pushing it up this hill. So it's just me, my bike, my pack, this extra tent. Getting up the 15 beside steps. Three breaths. Then I'll say you turn it into 20 steps and three breaths because you're like, I just want to get up. I know it's going to push me a little bit harder, but I just want to get up this hill. So you push up and you're just starting to get in your mind. You're like, fuck, don't let that bitch come in. Don't, Don't let that bitch play into the mind. You can't. You can't let that. You want to get to where you're going to go. Of course, it's going to be tough. But this is what carves you out. These moments right now is what carves you out. And there's four other people here with you too. And everybody needs to keep on going. There's never an option of quitting. There's just an option of taking longer to do something that you're going to do anyway. So just fucking do it. Then you get to this grade that's so steep and such loose material that when you're going up it and taking that three breath break, you're sliding back down a bit. Even with the brakes pressed on your bike, your bike's sliding back a little bit too. So you can't even take the three breaths. It's like 15, 20 steps, one breath, 15, 20 steps, one breath. Cause you have to keep on going because you keep sliding backwards. And finally you get to the top. It feels refreshing and feels great. You know, but now because of all of these hills and how long it's taken to be able to get up, now we're fighting daylight because it's starting to get dark and you know that it's about 30 minutes before dark and you're still about three kilometers, three and a half kilometers away. And now you just have no idea what to anticipate because, you know, you're into three extra monster hills from the two that was described, never mind all the little sub hills that still took walking your bike up because you weren't riding your bike up it never mind just the sheer duration of time to be able to bike now 30 kilometers in on a logging road and you get to the bottom and realize that you know to be able to push the bikes up and how fatigued everybody is even if we do encounter one more hill because you know with the three kilometers we have left to go and based how long these hills have been we probably have one more so I make the executive decision to everybody to to ditch our bikes. Let's walk the rest of the way. Let's make it easy on ourselves as possible. We only have three kilometers left to go. We can do this. So I stash all the bikes in the bushes and we continue on and we continue to walk. And it turns out that we have no more significant hills to go. But as soon as we ditch the bike, it's like this reprieve for everybody, even knowing that we might have another hill to go. But the the morale lifted. But the nighttime set in. So the headlamps had to come out and, you know, the whole way that you're passing all this bare scat on the way, like, you know, tens of piles, you know, like 25, 30 piles of bare scat along these logging roads. And of course, it's to be expected. It's, you know, bear season. There's grizzly bears everywhere up here. And they take the path of least resistance too. So walking down the logging road is just easier for them. So of course, there's going to be bear scat everywhere. You know, but now it's nighttime. You don't really know where you're going. You don't really know what you're faced because it's been faced full of obstacles. You're you're kind of defeated a little bit, but you know that you're going to keep on going. But you know that there's probably another surprise that's going to come your way. And we turn this corner and we go down and we see this bridge. And we know that we're there. 
and the the feeling of happiness and knowing that you're there and you just have to weave and bob your way down this little goat trail through these trees, you know, down to the river to be able to claim your victory. You know, like that's what makes it all worthwhile. And it brought a smile to everybody's face and everybody could feel that morale boost. Just knowing that after five and a half hours of biking down a logging road and going up these ridiculous hills, that your prize is there to be claimed. So this is part one. Part two to come. Have a wonderful day, everybody.